Hello, I'm Andy Clark, and this is the Here in Holland podcast, the podcast in English all about life in the Netherlands, for internationals already living here or those thinking about coming to live here in the future. This is the story edition, and as ever with the story edition, we have a theme. It's the famous, or maybe better to say infamous, Dutch directness. Stories of workplace confrontation. She turns to me and says, I'm busy right now, I'll call them when I'm ready. Okay, I backed off. I said, well, she doesn't like me for some reason. Relationship stress. The Dutch come out with, um, you had better. But for us, that's something your mother tells you. Food traumas. I remember the first thing I, I cooked for my boyfriend, now my husband. <laughs> he didn't like it, and he just said it. And a story to make parents squirm. So when I called my husband uh, and told him this woman was calling the police on me, he, he was like, you, you're kidding me, right? No, 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 she's, she's standing right there, she's calling the police on her cell phone. First up... My name is Molly Quell, and I'm a contributing editor at DutchNews.nl. Molly's story has a rowing reference. What you need to know is that a coxswain, often simply called a cox, is a tiny, teeny, skinny person whose only job it is is to sit at the front of the boat and give instructions to the others. Take it away, Molly. Uh, I have an example from when I very first moved here. So it turned out that my grandmother had a pen pal um, for many years who was Dutch and she, the pen pal had passed away but her brother actually lives in Delft. So when I first moved here with my partner to Delft, my grandmother put me in touch with this gentleman and he was a very sweet guy and sort of took us out for dinner and showed us around town and we were walking kind of uh, you know, along one of the canals in Delft and he was sort of pointing out some historical sites and there were rowers on the canal. And rowing is not a particularly popular sport in the U.S. and particularly not where I'm from, so you don't see it very often. And I was kind of asking some questions about rowing. And then in uh, rowing at the front of the boat, there's a coxswain, 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 yeah. Um, and I sort of was making this joke about how, like, that seems like it's the best position, right, to be because you, you just sit there, right? You don't, you don't have to do any work. And this gentleman turned around to me and said, well, if you wanted to be a coxswain, you should have been born smaller, because <laughs> uh, I am not a particularly petite person. And so, uh, yeah, that was a really good, I think we'd maybe lived here for three weeks, and that was a very good uh, introduction to, uh, to how direct the Dutch are. And what was your reaction? I, I think a bit a mix of shock, and uh, I think my, my partner at the time was just laughing uncontrollably or, or trying to attempt to hide his uncontrollable laughter. Um, and to be honest, you know, he was right. Like, I'm, I'm not short enough to be a, to be a coxswain, and uh, so it's, it, was an excellent, uh, it was an excellent point, just, you know, sort of phrased in this uh, Dutch direct manner. My name is John Fields. Uh, I'm here in the Netherlands uh, from, the, from the United States after having lived in France for about three years and been here in the Netherlands for about three and a half years. John's story is a workplace incident of directness. I, I, I work in the City Hall uh, as a volunteer for Access in the Hague International Center. And the Access volunteers work very, very closely and, and intimately with workers from the municipality and from the Immigration Service. And there was a woman who, who still works there, who's very, very nice. But when I, my job was to tell her that her 9 o'clock appointment had arrived. And the first time I did that, she turns to me and she says, I'm busy right now, I'll call them when I'm ready. 
okay. I backed off. I said, well, she doesn't like me for some reason. And she would do it repeatedly. And yet later on, I met her and spent more time with her in the coffee. And I was, she's really a very sweet lady. And then I realized, ah, she's Dutch. And I realized the Dutch are just stingy with words, like they are with everything else. They don't spend a lot of money. They don't spend a lot of words. They just say what they mean. And she meant no disrespect. She meant nothing by it. But from the American culturalization, you sort of say, wow, I'm, not, I'm going to back off from this woman. And it just takes a little while to get over that. How long did it take you? Uh, I would say probably a few months, maybe, with this woman in particular. It took an opportunity to sort of get past that and say she seems nicer than she sounds, and so I'm going to try talking to her outside of that environment, and it worked. And then I realized it, she's not a nasty lady at all. She's very sweet. She's just Dutch. Next up is Ruba from Palestine. We've heard from Ruba in a previous Here in Holland podcast. This time her story is from her time as a student in the Netherlands. So we were all new, students from all over the world, and they were, of course, Dutch students. And once I I heard one of our our classmates who's Dutch, we just met, you know, it's what was the second week maybe, um, the second studying week, And he was already asking one of our classmates about his sex experiences and if he had an affair with another classmate. This was a shock. I mean, how can you ask your classmate who you, you're not even friends with about their, you know, their, their sex relationship, about their affairs with a colleague? And she was really just a, just a classmate who he just started speaking to. So I was very shocked that he can, even, he can go that deep in his question. And I was even more surprised when this question was directed to me as a female coming from, I come from a Muslim family. He asked me about the first time I had sex and if I had sex before marriage. So I thought, I never even asked myself this question. How can you raise this question in front of me like that? And why would I share with you such intimate details? So this was my experience with Dutch directness, I would say. And how did that go when you when you told him how you felt? Well, I remember that I blushed and I didn't know what to answer because I felt, okay, this topic is not discussed. We, we never really discussed this in public. So um, I, st I tried to share with him other things about my first date and my uh, my relationship with my husband. But because his question was actually if I had sex with my husband before marriage. So I didn't know how, how can I even step into this topic. So I tried to go around it, to be honest. Dutch directness is often seen as being tricky and people find it embarrassing. But not everybody thinks that way. Well, yeah, I have to say that I kind of like it, uh, the, the Dutch directness, because at least you know exactly what they are thinking. Of course, you know, sometimes, yeah, they say it as it is and you don't even ask for their opinion, but you have it. But uh, yeah, I rather, you know, prefer this way so that there are no, like, assumptions or thoughts that are, you know, <laughs> floating in the air. <laughs> Ilaria from Italy there. And this is Luke from the UK. Uh, I mean, a lot of people talk about the Dutch direct directness uh, as a as an issue. Um, I personally don't mind it so much. Um, I, I think uh, they complain a lot, um, but that's that's not necessarily bad either. I think, especially for English people, uh, it, it almost makes you feel like you're still at home in some ways. 
and Dutch directness can be overcome. Anna Rosales came to the Netherlands from Peru. She remembers the first time she cooked for her partner. I remember the first thing I, I cooked for my boyfriend, now my husband. <laughs> it, yeah, I wasn't a, uh, a kitchen princess, but anyway, he didn't like it, and he just said it. And he just said it, and I was like, hey, uh, in, in Peru we say, mm, thank you, you were very kind, mm-hmm. but uh, he said, thank you, but uh, th this is not my type of food. <laughs> what, what did you make for him? Uh, that was like a meat cake, <laughs> a meat cake in the oven. But then uh, I put lots of um, uh, spicy things and um, uh, onions and the, the, the onions, he said, The, I think they were the onions. They were too big. Oh, okay. Uh, for me, it was very, uh, yeah, a okay. weird situation for my, yeah, being with my boyfriend and uh, having that experience then. So he didn't like the onions. He thought they were too big. And how long had you been together at this stage? Was it at the start of your relationship? Oh, now we are almost 20 years as well because he's the first Dutch I met and the Dutch I got stuck with. <laughs> But I love him. But, the, but when he said this, had you just been together? Was it the start of your relationship? Yes, that was the start of our relationship. You're listening to the Here in Holland Story podcast with me, Andy Clark. This time the theme is Dutch directness. The Dutch are renowned for telling it like it is. For some this is a blessing, for others it can be kind of awkward and even a bit of a nightmare especially when it comes to getting advice on how to look after your own kids. And I have this random lady coming up to me and say, do you realize your child doesn't have shoes on? Yes, I dressed him. <laughs> I said, he doesn't like shoes. She says, well, it's winter here. So when I called my husband and told him this woman was calling the police on me, he was like, you're kidding me, right? No, 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 she's, she's standing right there. She's calling the police on her cell phone. All of that coming up, but first, just to let you know, you can share your stories with me too. There's a WhatsApp number, 0612428387. There's email, hereinholland at gmail.com. And you can find out a lot more on the website, hereinholland.com. And there's a Facebook page too, of course, facebook.com forward slash podcast here in Holland. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast and please subscribe via your podcast app of choice to get all the episodes direct to your phone or tablet. It's super easy, just like using any other app on your mobile. Download it and search for Here in Holland. If you do need some help, then check out the How to Subscribe page on the website hereinholland.com. And please rate and review the podcast in iTunes. The more subscriptions, ratings and reviews I get, the more podcasts I can make. And hey, I would just love to hear your feedback. Okay, on with the show. Just why are the Dutch so direct anyway? I turn to my favourite expert on Dutch behaviour, etiquette expert and historian Reinildus van Ditzhausen. She says it's all about equality. Well, it comes from, uh, again, our history, because we always have been merchants. And to be a successful merchant, you have to really, you know, go on and, and, and do what you like to do. So we traveled all over the world. That's one. And the second thing is that we have always been a republic. And a republic where citizens, citizens had, had power. 
and great power, and not a king, and it was not a court. Of course, we had this orange family, but they were servants of the state, or, and of the, well, of the parliament, you could say. So they had, they had a sort of court, but it was, in sometimes it was nice, glamorous, but it wasn't. And then we have been a monarchy only 200 years, but there has not been established this sort of higher hierarchy, uh, which is in many countries, and has never been here. So we are very, that's first of all, we are egalitarian and we are direct because as a citizen you are not hampered by any, you know, you can say whatever you like. So that's the reason we are like that. And how does she say we should deal with directness then? One should be more Dutch and have the same directness. Okay, now be warned. We're entering the choppy waters of Dutch directness and getting advice from random strangers on how to look after your own kids. Natasha is from South Africa. Okay, so being South African, uh, and I don't know if this is because of the British influence, but we are quite PC people. Uh, we say please and thank you for everything. We're very mindful of what we say, uh, obviously given the history of our country as well. You don't want to offend anyone. The Dutch are very direct. And in the beginning, I thought it was very rude, but I've realized it's just, it's taken the the, the, the cookie sweet layer away and just saying it like it is um, I remember going to a shopping mall my son is one of those kids that he doesn't like shoes it's on its feet he'll take it off and it was in the middle of winter last year and he'd taken them off we're in the shopping mall and he's sitting in his, his uh, kinderwagen in his stroller and I have this random lady coming up to me and say do you realize your child doesn't have shoes on yes I dressed him <laughs> I said he doesn't like shoes she says well it's winter here and she just walked off and I was just standing there mortified. <laughs> How did you feel when that happened? Uh, shocked, appalled. But uh, speaking to Dutch friends and colleagues now, they said you know, people are just very mindful if they see something wrong. It's very much a, uh, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. So if something happens, people will step up, uh, which I'm not used to in South Africa. We're very reserved. We're very private, uh, very polite, I would say. And people don't even look at each other's strollers. Here I literally have women stopping me, looking into my stroller, uh, commenting on my son, touching him and walking away. I've now become accustomed to it, but uh, it doesn't happen in South Africa. Olga Mecking is from Poland and lives in the Netherlands with her German husband and their kids. Her experience of directness was extreme and left her feeling shocked. Picture the scene, a young mum with a new baby and a two-year-old having a public temper tantrum and she's trying to get home. Olga tells her story. One day I was picking up my daughter from daycare and she was very reluctant to go into the stroller but she has to because we were in Delft and Delft has, has lots of canals and she was... Um, I was afraid and there were, that she would fall into the canal and there were also streets with cars and I had a, my middle daughter as well. She was six weeks old at that time. And so my eldest daughter was crying and, and, and fighting me. And she had a big temper tantrum. And then this woman comes down and she said, are you the au pair? Like, no, I'm, I'm the mom. You're abusing your kids. I'm calling the police. So when I called my husband and told him this woman was calling the police on me, he was like, you're kidding me, right? No, 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 she's, she's standing right there. She's calling the police on her cell phone. Like, okay, I'll be right there in 15 minutes, he said. 
basically another thing was that when she asked me whether I was the au pair, I said, no, I'm the mom. And I, I indicated that I didn't speak Dutch because I didn't at that time. And she, when she heard me, and I told her to just leave me alone, which was basically the worst, worst thing to do in the situation because that was the moment she pulled out her cell phone and called the police. Yeah, I think it took them like maybe half an hour to arrive. Yeah, she was just standing there like that with her, 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 her hands or her hips looking very confident of herself. Um, if I ran away at that point, I would give her the feeling that I did something wrong and I didn't. So I stayed and I, um, and then my husband also arrived and the police arrived and it was a big uh, mess. And then the daycare nannies, they saw me when they were leaving the daycare because they were going home. It was 6, 6 p.m., so they were they were going home and they saw me there crying and well they brought water for me and juice for my daughter and they um, were very nice and told the police I would never hurt anyone and that my daughter has been had been going to their daycare for forever. Um, well, at some point the lady left, uh, but another thing she said to me was that. I was too young to be a mother because I, I look younger than I am. And she said, oh, you need psychological help, which is very um, ironic given that she just caused me a little bit of trauma by calling the police. <laughs> um, How old are you? Uh, 34. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and the police left and it was just me and the, my husband and the kids. And then we went home. The experiences that came after that were all pretty positive. Um, so I didn't, I just thought this is what one time thing. So I wouldn't say that I charge very judgmental, just that it was her. So no, I don't think it was a Dutch um, thing, it was just, just her. <laughs> Olga took to blogging after this incident and now has a successful blog, The European Mama. It focuses on parenting, life as an international, food and travel. Her story was a traumatic one, but as Olga says, she doesn't see it as a Dutch thing, but more as an overzealous person making a mistake. And for everyone who has a problem with Dutch directness, there are many more who don't. I'm okay. I mean, I didn't find bad about it. I think it's a it's a better because it at least the positive point of being direct is that you don't have any confusion. So yeah, I mean, for me, I never had any bad bad experience on that. I think this is a pretty good. But yeah, Dutch are considered to be very direct, which is okay. I mean, they, they have their own culture. They have their own uh, way of saying, which which is which should be acceptable. It's not intended to be so direct, um, but it's a literal translation, I think, that the Dutch do when they say, um, the way in English we would say you ought to or you should, the Dutch come out with, um, you had better. You had better X, Y, Z. But for us, 
that's something your mother tells you, right? Like you had better clean your room, <laughs> or you had better do your homework, or and so. Every time I hear it from the Dutch, I have to remind myself really quickly. Oh, this is not a command. This is advice. Some of it is just like essentially bad translation. That it's not a, it's not intended to be sort of as harsh as it sounds. It's just a poor translation from the way that they construct the sentence in Dutch to the way that they actually say it in English. And when you talk to your partner about that, was he understanding? And then did you talk it out? Honestly, I will say this sounds a little cheesy, but I think being with someone who's not a native English speaker has made me a lot more patient with these things because I tend to attribute things along these lines to communications due to language. Even if he is actually kind of being a bonehead, I sort of I think give him kind of the benefit of the doubt that a lot of this is like language related, and I am a bit grateful that he's sort of willing to conduct this relationship in his second language because we couldn't be doing this if we were attempting to do it in Dutch. So I try to sort of be as forgiving as possible. Prashant, Mandy, and Molly giving their view on Dutch directness. Here in Holland also has an interview podcast with tips and advice on all things Dutch. There's also a mini series on English language media in the Netherlands, so check that out too. Subscribe and you'll get both the story podcast, the interviews, and the specials. It's all free and it's all super easy. Just download a podcast app on your phone and search for Here in Holland. It's just like using any other app on your phone. If you have an iPhone, you even have an app already installed. It's purple. If you need a how-to guide, then pop over to my website hereinholland.com. And I'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review the podcast in iTunes. The more you do that, then the more podcasts I can make. So tell your friends to subscribe too. And the podcast is also great for people thinking about coming to the Netherlands. So share it with them as well. You can contact me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash podcast here in Holland on Twitter it's at here Holland so no in at here Holland on WhatsApp 0612428387 there's email here in Holland at gmail.com and all of these details are on the website of course here in Holland.com tell me what you think from me Andy Clark until the next time and thanks for listening